Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 298, Philosophical Fluidity by Colin Wright of exilelifestyle.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. How's it going, Life Optimizer? Welcome to Optimal Living Daily, the podcast where I read to you from really amazing blogs that have given me permission to do so. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who started this almost 10 months ago as a way to confront my performance-based anxiety. And with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Philosophical Fluidity by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com It's possible to have a preference, act counter to that preference, and still have a good time. A high-end chef, for example, needn't dine on the finest cuisine in order to enjoy food. She's equally likely to savor a feast at a four-star restaurant or relish one served up by her local Denny's so long as she's in the proper frame of mind to do so. And neither experience is more or less legitimate than the other in terms of her own satisfaction so long as she is indeed satisfied. Thankfully, for our wallets in particular in the case of high-end dining, how much we enjoy that which we experience is largely up to us. I call this concept philosophical fluidity. The idea that you can believe strongly that, say, long-term constant travel is paramount to a happy lifestyle and still be happy staying put for a while, traveling no further than the grocery store. I would argue that being able to stop and live differently while still having a good time and finding value in the experience doesn't display a lack of enthusiasm for travel. It demonstrates a belief that we benefit from a given stimuli or situation, or don't, based almost entirely on our own decision to do so. Now, this is not a new concept. Philosophers have been musing on the existence and substance of happiness for longer than we've had the letters to record their thoughts on the subject. But the concept of taste is something that has evolved over the years and has become more impactful because of the technologies we have available today, particularly those we use to interact, relate, communicate, and present ourselves and our beliefs to the world. Where once taste was an indication of breeding or social status, today it's become an integral part of every person's brand. The logos we wear and the food we eat or don't eat and the coffee we drink and how it's prepared and by whom and the artists we listen to and the shade of the hardwood floors in our homes, so many things we use to define ourselves both to ourselves and to others. So many passions, which is wonderful, except that in presenting them as indicators of taste or identity, we aim for purity and message, ease of communication, and as a result, blind ourselves to certain other aspects of the world. Consider pop music 
It's a common pastime for the music industry intelligentsia to bash on anything too popular, too massive, too disseminated, and widespread, too viral. The idea is that anything so all-encompassing must also lack substance, because if such music truly said something, it wouldn't appeal to so many people. There may be some truth to this idea, but consider that by deciding ahead of time that pop music is inherently bad, such people cut themselves off from a whole industry's worth of potential experiences. They may even hear the music from time to time, but because they've decided that it's not for them, it's not good, they can't enjoy it. If they did, their brand as someone with taste in music might be called into question. Theirs is an identity defined by which aspects of the world they've decided to ignore. It's possible to believe that graffiti is generally disruptive visual clutter while still allowing yourself to enjoy a particular piece that speaks to you. What might initially seem weak-willed and flip-floppy, you said you didn't like graffiti, is actually a matter of allowing yourself to be round, not flat, complex rather than simple and easy to describe. The result of such taste complexity is that your image is more accurate, but you don't fit as cleanly within a tribe. The record store guru who doesn't hesitate to recommend pop to customers when warranted may be looked down upon by some underground-only believers within the industry. I would argue, however, that those who would apply strict black-and-white guidelines to themselves or the world are lately reducing society's complexity and resultingly simplifying to the point of worthlessness the many facets and dimensions we need to be fulfilled. That is to say, if there's only one correct type of music to listen to, You'll never be exposed to incredible examples from other genres or artists or whatnot because you've already dismissed them. Any data you receive after having made that decision will be filtered through that bias. Music, food, and graffiti are some of the simplest examples I could give here, but I offer them because they're also the easiest to understand. The real problem with philosophical inflexibility is that it keeps us from considering other perspectives, other value systems, collections of data compiled in cultures beyond our own, and things of that nature. Having rigid belief systems means that we are disallowing ourselves to learn, to change our minds, and to grow in any meaningful way. Philosophical fluidity, as much as anything, is an excuse to find the good, the value, in anything that we see. It's an excuse to sit down at that diner in the middle of nowhere and appreciate the ambiance, despite the greasiness of the food and the chalky taste of the coffee. It's incentive to hear a pop song and not immediately dismiss it as trash, to allow yourself to dance to it if you feel like dancing. It's a structure that allows you to consider the viewpoints of others and see where they're coming from before knee-jerk passing judgment on who they are and what they believe. Philosophical fluidity is an excuse to have a good time no matter what's going on in your life and to enjoy the hell out of whatever life throws at you. So enjoy, have fun, dance. Happiness is the potential consequence of everything that happens to you. You just have to decide to experience it. You just listened to the post titled Philosophical Fluidity by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And that is it. I hope you're having a great start to your week. And I will catch you tomorrow in the big episode 299, where your optimal life awaits.